Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. kids welcome to our show we are a family podcast dedicated to empowering a generation of kind and empathetic creators and citizens of the world join us today as we prepare for diwali a vibrant and meaningful hindu festival that celebrates the light in our hearts and learn how you can be a part of the celebration hey culture kids my name is Astro, and i'm your host along with my mom Kristen. Before we meet our guest today, I want to share about one of our family's favorite podcasts. It's called Story Pillar. Wow. This week, our friends on the Story Pillar show are visiting my hometown, South Korea. Our friend Tootie is on a desperate hunt for a tissue. Easier said than done if you happen to be a shy, sneezy ghost. Luckily, she meets Ara, a new friend also on an important quest. Together, they climb mountains and tackle fears. And I'll be on the show too. Check it out on Story Pillar. Awesome! Yeah. And we have a few birthday shout outs. We want to say happy birthday to Devin from Manhattan Beach, who turns 10 on November 6th. Yeah! And we also want to say a big happy birthday to Jake Higgins, all the way from Missouri, who's turning seven years old. Happy birthday. We want to welcome our guest and Miss Namita, who is here to share about Diwali. Miss Namita's book, The Light Within You, follows Dia, a girl visiting India for Diwali to reunite with her beloved Nani, beautifully capturing the joy of family, tradition, and finding one's inner light. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Asher. Hey, Culture Kids. Thanks for having me on the show. Could you tell us about yourself? Hi, I'm Namita, and I live in Singapore. Um, I have two children, they're 10 and 5 years old. I was born in Nigeria. I grew up in the UK. I lived in India for 10 years, and then the US in here. So I'm like a full third culture kid. Um, I have a spice business that I, that I run called Indian Spice Box. And a big part of that is feeding underprivileged children hot meals in India. And we funded like over half a million meals so far. Well, that's so cool. And you write books too? Yes, I'm also a children's book author. So I've written um, four children's books and my latest book is called The Light Within You. And I have four more picture books coming out. And the first two children's books that I wrote were actually cookbooks. Yummy, yummy, yummy. 
um, there's a story, there's beautiful illustrations, and there's also recipes. Miss Namita, while our family doesn't celebrate Diwali, we have many friends who do. We're aware it's a beautiful holiday with vibrant lights, delicious foods, and stunning decorations. Could you share more about the celebrations? So Diwali is the most important holiday for Hindu families, and it's a festival that lasts several days. It's celebrated in many different ways, even in India, like the in North India versus South India. Like India is a really big country, um. So even within India, different families do different traditions, but there are a lot of traditions that are in common. Oh yeah, in our other episode, we talked about Indian desserts and learned that people speak lots of different languages. So I guess Diwali is celebrated in different ways. Depending on where you are, too. Yes, yes, absolutely. Could you tell us who celebrates Diwali? Is it a religious festival? Mm-hmm. Traditionally, yes, it's a Hindu festival, but technically, yes, but it's a festival that's celebrated by many Indians, and I would say by many families all over the world. Thank you for sharing that. Hinduism is a religion that can be traced back thousands of years ago. Hindus believe in many gods and goddesses and follow teachings in ancient sacred books or scriptures called the Vedas. But can anyone celebrate Diwali? Our family does not practice Hinduism. We practice Christianity. That's a great question, Asher. The whole uh, aspect of Indian culture is very open and embracing, and the whole spirit of Diwali is to open our homes. And you find a lot of these open houses where families are just coming and visiting, Hindu, non-Hindu, Indian, non-Indian. It's really about welcoming、um, everyone into our homes. I love that. Mommy loves inviting everyone in our home too. Could you please share some of the common celebrations that families across different regions take part in to celebrate Diwali? On the night of Diwali,、um, everybody prays, and you know there's a lot of different sort of traditions and celebrations. But it's about family coming together and enjoying food, festivities, just like most holidays. It's about people coming together and you know celebrating and enjoying good food. And really being grateful for everything that we have. We're learning about so many holidays, and it's cool that almost every holiday is about spending time with your family and eating good food. Exactly. And we also have a particular goddess who is known as Lakshmi, and she is the goddess of wealth and prosperity. And the hope is that on the night of Diwali, we will welcome Goddess Lakshmi into our home. Is it like waiting for the tooth fairy to come? I have to put my tooth under the pillow and write a letter. That's an interesting comparison, Asher. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, how do you prepare for the arrival of the goddess? What kind of preparations are involved? So when we were little, our mom would always say, "Make sure your room is tidy. Make sure you clean up." So you'll find a lot of Hindu families will do a lot of spring cleaning before Diwali, and also it gives us an opportunity to donate the things that we don't need. Spirit of Diwali is very much about giving, helping, cleaning, tidying, and then decorating. 
especially the front of your home, which is why you see this beautiful rangoli, which is the, the floor art, which is done with powder, like different color powders. That's done outside. We light the lamps, the diyas, uh, we put garlands. So the idea is that we create a very welcoming, beautiful home so that the goddess wants to step inside and give us all her blessing. Wow. Rangoli sounds beautiful. Can you tell us more about it? Rangoli is different color powders. It's also known as kolam in South India. And we make beautiful designs. It's usually on the ground with colored powder or colored flower petals or colored rice even. Um, and you draw sort of an outline and then you fill it in. And it's a really pretty and traditional decoration during the Bali time. Thank you for sharing that. Other cultures around the world also have similar forms of art, just like Rangolis, with diverse styles and techniques. They can be found in countries such as Nepal, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, Indonesia, or Thailand. Cool. Can you also tell us more about Diaz? and what they look like? Sure. Let me explain that a little bit more, Asher. It's a small lamp that's made out of terracotta or mud. Uh Inside that, traditionally, we put ghee, which is Indian clarified butter or oil. And then we took a little cotton, piece of cotton and made a wick. And that's the traditional oil lamp, which is called a dia. Nowadays, a lot of people take a tea light and put it inside the lamp or you can just you know you get all kinds of beautiful candles or tea lights the idea is to light up something can we make them at home is it hard to make you can make your own diwali lamp it can be a candle a beautiful tea light in your house something colorful something pretty so i guess it always doesn't have to look like a dia that's made out of terracotta clay It doesn't really matter what it looks like. The idea is that you're celebrating the light that it represents. And when you light it up, you think about all of the goodness that lives within you and in the world around us and how we can shine brighter our inner light. I love that. Asher, what do you think is your light that you wish to share with the world? You. Me? Yeah. You light my way. Because you have superpowers. Thank you, Asher. That's very kind. And what else? And spending time with my cousins, soccer. Uh, I also like dodgeball. And also playing Pokemon. That's my light that I share. Those are all very wonderful things. My light is you too. And it's also sharing this podcast with our listeners, creating music, doing yoga, and giving warm big hugs to our family and friends. So I imagine that like every cultural holiday, food is a big part of Diwali. Oh, yeah. We usually have a huge feast on the night of Diwali uh, with sweet things and, you know, savory things. Like with any festival, there's a lot of different food to enjoy. I love learning about desserts from different countries. My favorite dessert is Tootsie Roll. So Diwali sweets, which is called Mitai, 
is all beautiful, different colors and flavors. There's laddus, which is like a round ball. And then you have like coconut laddus, you have bundi laddus, you have besan. So it depends on the ingredient. In my story, The Light Within You, Dia, who is the, the little girl in the story, she makes coconut laddus with her grandmother. Yummy. I'm a big fan of coconut desserts. Can you tell us how it is made? We mix together dry, desiccated coconut with condensed milk, and we make the balls in our hands. You can color them with natural colorings. You can roll them in sprinkles. We do lots of fun things to decorate. It's a fun and delicious dessert. And grown-ups, you can visit our show notes for a link to Miss Namita's website, where you can find the recipe for coconut ladu. I want to make them. I don't like coconut, but I want to make little balls. Can you tell us about the significance of fireworks or sparklers during Diwali? Traditionally, it has been a big part of the festival, but now people are really making an effort to do less and maybe just light some sparklers um, and keep it a bit low key, just to be kinder to the environment. Ooh, that's a good idea. What are sparklers like? I've never done them before. Sparklers are handheld fireworks that look like sticks. When you light them, they create bright, colorful sparks, and they're often used for celebrations like parties or events all over the world. We've always lit lit up sparklers by what we call connection. So we touch the end of one sparkler with the other end of the other one. And so Nani says to Dia in the story, "You and me are like sparklers. We share a special connection." I love that. Spreading our light from one sparkler to another is spreading our kindness and positivity to those around us too. It not only brightens their day, but it can also fill our own hearts with happiness too. The outfits worn in the book are so colorful and festive. That's a really good point, Asher. India has many different types of traditional outfits worn for special occasions. Miss Namita, could you tell us about these different clothes? Let me explain that a little bit more because there's lots of different kinds of Indian outfits. It's good to understand that not every Indian outfit is a sari. Thanks for clarifying that. Could you tell us about the sari first? So a sari is a long piece of fabric um, which is wrapped around the body and then put over one shoulder, the end of it, and it's usually worn with a petticoat inside, like a long skirt, and a, a short crop top on the top, a blouse. That sounds beautiful. Now the other Indian outfits, the ones that. Young children wear, but for the girls, the lenga is the skirt, the long scarf is the dupatta, and the blouse is a choli. So all of these pieces have their own name. But if we want to refer to the whole outfit, we can just say lenga. And then the most traditional or most common Indian outfit, which is also worn during the festivals, called a kurta, and that's a tunic. And this is called. Salwar kameez or kurta pajama has different names, and it's a long tunic, basically. What's a tunic? A tunic is a comfortable, loose-fitting top that's longer than a regular shirt, usually covering the hips or thighs. That sounds comfortable. 
And something I want to wear for Diwali. Is this worn every day or just for Diwali? The difference is like for weddings and festivals, we would wear them in silk. On every day, we would wear them in cotton. So also from the festival, there's embroidery, there's sequins, there's silk, you know, it's just the same outfit, but a fancier version of it. Oh, for Diwali, you would want to wear the bright ones. Definitely great to wear bright colors. The brighter, the better. And don't wear white because that represents like sadness and mourning in our culture. Uh, we usually wear white when someone passes away and don't wear black. So during the valley, you stick to all the reds, pinks, purples, oranges, yellows, all the bright colors. This is good to know. White is connected with mourning in cultures from East and Southeast Asia and some Western traditions as well. It's a color worn to show respect and sadness for those who have passed away in these cultures. Diwali seems like such a colorful and festive celebration that families all over the world can take part in and enjoy. Is there anything else you'd like to share with Culture Kids? I have this beautiful affirmation, actually, that I wrote at the end of the book and that uh, I've been reading with the children. Could you share this affirmation with us? A beautiful affirmation for Diwali. This is a special poem that you can say on Diwali or any day. I am the light that shines strong and bright. I am a light that sparks joy. Like a dia, I will glow and bring love and warmth to everyone I know. As I give my best to everything I do, the world will brighten around me too. And even on the darkest night, I will spark my inner light to bring goodness and gratitude into this world and honor the spirit of Diwali, light over dark, the light within me. Thank you for sharing this. And I say it's okay for our light to dim sometimes. Um, you know, even during the festivals, we always talk about the good aspects of the festivals, but there's a lot of emotions that can be like a roller coaster ride during the festival. Like often children are sad when it's over, or as we mentioned with our children who live away from grandparents, you know, so there's all of these different emotions that happen. And so like, how can we spark our joy or to reset and then do the things that bring us joy? And sometimes it's just talking to your best friend, um, putting on your favorite song. It's what sparks you. And to our Culture Kids family, what is the light that shines within you? Whether it's creating art, spending time with your family, or even playing sports, we want you to always remember there is a light within you too. Your light is so beautiful, so unique, and I hope that you will share it with everyone around you. Miss Namita, as we wrap up our episode, could you please share with us where our grown-ups can buy your books and Indian spice boxes? This book's for the grown-ups. If you'd like to learn more about all of my books, you can visit my website, namitamera.com. 
My new book is called The Light Within You, and you can find it on Amazon and at most booksellers. Um, it's illustrated by Kamala Nair. And you can follow me on Instagram. My handle is at Indian Spice Box. If you're interested in getting any wonderful organic spices this Diwali or to gift to friends, you can check out my products. They're all available on Amazon in the US. Um, and you can also check on my website, IndianSpiceBox.com. Thank you for being on our show. Hope to see you soon. Thank you so much, Kristen, Asher, and Culture Kids for having me on the show today. The Festival of Lights is on November 12th, which is coming up soon. And I hope that you celebrate it on that day. Thank you so much. Happy Diwali. Bye-bye. Joke time! Can I go first? Of course. What happened to the frog when it parked in the wrong space? What? It got towed! Good one. Like it got towed by a tow truck? Nice. Mommy's turn. Okay. What musical instrument is found in the bathroom? What? A tuba toothpaste. Get it? A tube of toothpaste, but tuba. Ha ha ha! Very funny. I have another. Can I go? Okay. Uh, it's a dinosaur one. Okay. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. What's a dinosaur's least favorite reindeer? Christmas jokes are ready. What? Comet. Oh, <gasps> that's. A good one. Dinosaurs got wiped out by the comets. Excellent. <laughs> well, that's all we got for today, but stay tuned for another episode next week. We got episodes on guests from K-Town, South Africa, Stephen Sharp Nelson from The Piano Guys, and so much more coming up. Hit subscribe and let us know what you want to learn about next. We also have an Instagram page at Culture Kids Media and even a TikTok page where you can see fun behind the scenes footage of everything we're working on. We'll see you next week. Chicken wing, chicken wing, hot dog and bologna, chicken macaroni, chicken wing, my homie. Chicken wing, chicken wing, hot dog and bologna, chicken macaroni, chicken in my homie. Chicken wing, chicken wing, hot dog and bologna, chicken macaroni, chicken in my homie. <laughs>